All right, so I'm recording now, and we're starting. So for folks who are just tuning in, I'm here with Steve Bowden. He's um, He's been on a lot of these things with us. He's, he's been on some of the Wuxia Weekend things. He's been on some of the martial arts stuff that we've done. He's been in all of like the Bone Breaker and Disposable Disciples campaigns. He's involved in a lot of the Bedrock stuff. So today, uh, Steve and I were both part of the same Taekwondo school back in the day. And so we often have very strong opinions about shows like The Karate Kid and uh and and or cobra kai and we have we've been watching cobra kai season three and i think both of us we have some disagreements but we also have some criticisms that we pretty much share identically um and so we want to talk about that because i i don't know maybe they've been voiced somewhere but we haven't been seeing people say these things and we feel like they're super obvious so we kind of want to talk about it i want to say from the beginning we both like the show i think we're both fans of the show we both definitely agree season one was really good. I think we both are more on the fence with season two. And I don't know your overview of season three, but I thought season three was better than season two. Um, and so, but mainly what we're talking about today is fight choreography and stuff that kind of irks us about the direction the show has taken with the fight choreography. So I don't know. Do you want to add anything, Steve? Or are you? Oh, yeah. Just so just to clarify, season two, in my opinion, was actively bad. Like, okay. not good. Not a good. Show OK, OK. Yeah. So season three was more of a return to form. But okay. yeah, one was still much better. And what about season two? Really? Like, was it the whole season or was it just the way it ended? And you were like, that's it. That's too much for that ending. Like, would you have well, if the if it had ended differently, would your reaction have been different or would it have been the same? Uh, well, the ending was a big problem because I thought that was just so stupid yeah. and ridiculous. So. It, certainly that would have helped to have a better ending but i thought the whole season kind of lacked direction and was mm. like it had kind of an odd feel and the whole stuff with stingray was weird and yeah i, I agree stingray was an odd insertion into the show <laughs> i i i i don't know I, I i mean i'm not as negative on season two as you i would have to watch it again though because I've, i haven't seen it in a while so maybe my i find after like when i went back and watched season one i was like this is a really good season dude i mean like this is solid mm. And then when I, you know, sometimes go back and watch shows, you know, a year or two later, you know, you have a different reaction than your first time seeing them. So I don't know what season two would be. But season three, I was kind of, my sense generally was one of relief where I was like, OK, when they opened up with that seed and they they kind of ejected Stingray from the show, they're like, what about the neck beard? And they're like, oh, no, he never worked here and he can't be around children anymore. Like that, like and, and they were addressing all of the excesses of the end of season two. That sort of satisfied me and it made me more open to the rest of season three. And I feel like the problem that season two had at the end, I actually like that Miguel broke his back or whatever the hell it is that happened to him. I thought taking that dark turn was kind of cool, but what I didn't like was the way it happened with the school brawl and, and also just how the gravity of what was going on didn't seem to register with anyone. And I, and I get that that's a thing in karate kid. Like there's the scene where Johnny almost kills Daniel against the fence. And I feel like they were trying to touch on that tone a little bit. But that was such a more intimate scene that it worked. And this was like so crazy and chaotic. And and just it was just like all of civilization just instantly collapses in a moment. <laughs> and and people are just behaving like cavemen. Do you know what I mean? It just it just didn't yeah. it just didn't work. And so 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 that that was my big issue. And I feel like with and I'll you in a way in whenever you want to, but I feel like with season three, my chief criticism is that the brawl, the whole brawling thing that they did in season two with the shopping mall and the um, and the and the school, 
that they keep going back to that. And, and there's two issues with it. Number one, brawls just don't work in this show. They shouldn't be doing these massive every man, like, like not every man for himself, but just like everybody pairs up and fights. It looks too, it looks too artificial. It looks like it's out. It's like ripped out of like, like a really low, low grade Hong Kong action movie. Not even a good one. Just like, you know, like mediocre to bottom of the shelf, Hong Kong action movie type thing. And it also, it doesn't fit the style of the show because when, when Cobra Kai first started, the, the, whole, the whole thing that kind of got me hooked into it is after Johnny beat up those guys, they're like, somebody asked him what that was, and he said it was just old school karate. And mm. with that line, what it said to me is, okay, we're going back to like old school karate, which is not fancy leaping off of walls, doing backflips, doing all this crazy shit that they're doing, all this demo team stuff. And it's also, it's also kind of, it's stripped down, it's basic. And, and also the show is kind of like imagining that the UFC never happened, right? Like, or that like, or that like, if you went back and you went to like the early eighties style karate, that that would actually, you know what I mean? There's like a, there's a degree of fantasy to it where it's like, you know, we all know that like if an MMA fighter strolled in or a boxer strolled in, it would be a different story. And they kind of touch on that this season. But, um, but I like the, I like the fantasy of going back to the days back when karate was a little bit magical. Do you know what I mean? And mm. and the show embracing that, but it but embracing it in the way that we understood it at the time, which is which was a lot more of like a simple direct kind of thing. It was sort of like the most I think I said to you the other day, the, the most fancy thing we saw in Karate Kid, at least part one, I think was like a wheel kick, right? Like there was there was yeah. maybe a couple of wheel kicks thrown. There might have been some spinning back kick type situations, but they were all practical stuff that you would see at a tournament or that sort of thing. It wasn't like, you know, uh, you know, I think except for Vidal. Vidal, I think, had like the most, you know. Um, yeah, he was doing cool stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. What, what's your feeling there? I, I don't want to, you know. Oh yeah, no. I, <clears throat> so I, I pretty much mirror your feelings about the brawls. I think they they first of all don't work and are impractical. Also, another thing that's not really addressed is if there was a brawl and there's not even numbers. Like I'm thinking, if you're from like the Cobra High School, immediately what I would be doing is I would go two on one on somebody and just smash them. Like, okay, you're fighting this guy. We're gonna both just there were like, there were some and... moments like that. They did do that sometimes. Yeah, they're, right. They're... But it wasn't like I don't know. Also, like how many beatings can they take? Like all the kids, they get beat up repeatedly. They just keep fighting. Yeah. It's that, like... <laughs> that's my other problem with it. It's it's like in the in the first Karate Kid, when Daniel gets punched in the face, it's a it's a wound that he takes and it doesn't go away. Right. And this is again, it's more like a Jackie Chan movie where like people get pulverized. They look like they're half dead, and then like two seconds later, they're back up and they're ready to go. And it doesn't feel like for a Jackie Chan movie that works, but for like the kind of universe the Karate Kid is supposed to be operating in, it's a little bit more like you know, if you got your tooth knocked out, you got your tooth knocked out. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, you know, another thing I thought too is um, it this like just occurred to me when you were talking about it. I think this show, like with the kids, should really follow more of a. A style like that movie sidekicks did you ever see that movie yeah yeah the chuck norris movie right yeah the chuck yeah. norris movie. yeah but like well, and and uh what's his name looks like the kid from that movie even right robbie he oh, looks robbie. like yeah, yeah he does yeah he looks like that kid yeah so and basically in that movie it was just like that dude was like you know kind of this nerdy kid with asthma that didn't really like work out or anything like that so i liked in that movie that they kind of focused on like all right here's you like doing all these workout things to kind of like get you to a basic level of of condition yeah and, and i'm sure that's kind of just glossed over like maybe in the show they're doing like a lot of stuff but i think it would help if we could see some of that yeah and then I, like when he did fight he was just doing like okay i know like little like he was doing things that kind of fit his physicality yeah and 
And you know what I mean? And I just think the show could really benefit from some of that. Yeah. And, and this is where it gets really weird because on the one hand, like, so let's talk about the physicality because the, the premise of the show mirrors the premise of Karate Kid, which is Ralph Macchio plays Daniel LaRusso, who's this not nerdy, but he's kind of a scrawny, wimpy type of kid with a big mouth, right? Like he's got like a lot of attitude, but he doesn't have the physicality of John of Johnny, right? Johnny's Johnny's like a real athlete. And Cobra Kai is filled with athletes. And in this show, most of the kids are they kind of have the Daniel physique. Do you know what I mean? Not all of them. Some of them, like Tori looks kind of solid to me. Do you know what I mean? She looks mm-hmm. like a like somebody who, who I would expect to to see deliver a hard punch. Robbie is sort of similar, but like and Hawk's kind of on the fence because sometimes I see him and he looks sort of like Daniel. Sometimes I see him like, okay, he's like, he's kind of lean. Do you know what I mean? But he's got like mm-hmm. musculature to him. Um, but but a lot of the kids are really in that, that Daniel category. And on the one hand, I'm actually quite impressed with how well they pull off some of the moves that they're pulling off. Like sometimes they'll do something. I'll be like, well, I don't expect that from that body. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, right, like right. what they're doing. But it's still unbelievable because I'm still not expecting that from that character. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like, so it doesn't, it, in the, it, it, I feel like if they like, like, okay, there's like a nerdy kid with glasses, right? The nerdy kid with glasses that has like no muscle mass at all. He shouldn't be doing all this crazy stuff, right? He should be doing like you're saying they should like, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a hundred percent realistic. Like I can deal with him beating up a much bigger guy, but he should be at least taking a much smarter approach. And right. Do you know I what agree. Mean? I, yeah, well, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, well, I was just going to say, too, that's something that, um, you know, like the, the movies kind of characterize with Daniel, where it's like, yeah, like he knows he's like a scrawny guy, right? So, like, the technique mirrors that. It's like, yeah, it's like a lot of stepping aside and balance and, like, that yeah. kind of stuff. That would really work in the show. But instead, it's like, you know, they're grabbing these huge football players yeah. and, like, flipping them. It's like, yeah. you could never flip this guy, never. And, and they all look the same. They all look like they're cut from the same cloth when they're doing that. Do you know what I mean? And it mm-hmm. looks like... And again, it looks, it looks just, it's like, I call it the demo team versus sparring team situation where it just looks like a demo team thing. It doesn't look like, the good thing about season one, with a few exceptions, is most of the fights were sort of tournament oriented and grounded. And so they looked mm-hmm. more like a sparring match type thing. Do you know what I mean? Like some of the, the, the cafeteria I thought was a little bit ridiculous, but even then yeah. there were still some like old school type moves that we kind of <laughs> believed in at the time. Right. Right. But this just feels too new. The fight choreography is too new. I think is the problem. It's too new style, and it's not. It's mm. you wouldn't have seen fight choreography like this in a Karate Kid movie. In you know, it, Karate Kid one through three doesn't look like this, and I feel like the fight right. choreography should look like the fights from Karate Kid one through three. You know, j- just to kind of ground it in the same universe, and uh, and and also I I do think you know. Uh, one character where I think they kind of sometimes get it right for me, but they also keep veering into the territory we we're talking about is I, I feel like they, with Dimitri, they at least kind of get that idea. Do you know what I mean? That he's like this weak guy and the whole way that karate registers with him is Daniel. And this was in season two and not season three, but Daniel like says, it's all about being the smarter opponent and all this stuff. And that, and like, if they just followed through with that principle with, with, with a character like that more, I think it would work. Do you know what I mean? Like, it would, yeah. it would be better. <clears throat> well, I think also, too, it would be nice if there was some, like, distinction where it's like, okay, like, you're this kind of person, so, like, and you're in this kind of weight class, so, like, here's kind of how you should adapt the style. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, both sides have those big kids. Like, there's that that big kid. Like, there's those two big kids that always match up against each other from yeah. both sides. And it's like, they don't need to flip or They should just be, like, grabbing people yeah. and being like, ah, you know? Yeah. 
No, I agree, and that's kind of what I mean by it all looks the same. They don't look this. They don't look like individual fighters from a school. They look like right, right. part of a demo team, all kind of doing the same stunts. It looks like WWE half the time because they're like right. they're like grabbing people and slamming them against the wall, and then running at them, and then like doing a flying whatever at them. Do you know what right, I mean? Right. And well, well, that's another thing. Like, how are those kids not like some of the best students? Right? Because how are like like imagine Hawk trying to like kick one of those giant kids? They just be like not even affected right they'd be like okay that hit doesn't even register yeah no i get that i get that and then again i think that's another problem where this uh, the show like i feel like at least in the first karate kid there was some accounting for the fact that there were daniel was the smaller guy do you know what i mean and he was dealing mm. with a bigger guy who was physically more powerful than him and mm. and this show ignores that too much and, 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 and it's not to say that you can't like there's something to be said for the smaller guy outwitting and outfighting the bigger guy but you i don't know you, you have to put the work in to make it believable i feel do you know what I mean? you have to put the work in to yeah. sort of and stuff like you were saying like in the training in the like there were a couple of there were a couple of things i liked that they did like there was the scene where um where they had hawk going in that direction where they had the pillar with the potted plant on it and everybody's trying to kick the potted plant and he just kicks the base <laughs> of the pillar and then you're like okay if he can now apply that to his fighting that, and they kind of did, but it's like they half-assed it. They still they still wanted that fancy, glossy, modern style. And mm. I just feel like if they went back to that first fight that Johnny had with those kids in the first season, it would just be so much... It would feel so much more gritty and grounded. Um, yeah. And maybe yeah, maybe maybe the issue is the show doesn't want to be that way. I don't know. Like, you know, they're, they, you know, it's still only in season three, so maybe they're finding their footing and deciding what they want and... And maybe what I want is different from what the show wants and different from what the audience wants. But, <clears throat> but I don't know. I, I feel like these are, I, I find the brawl scenes to be the worst scenes of all, because it's just like, that's when the show goes on autopilot. That's when it's not even thinking, you know what I mean? Mm. Like at least in the scenes, like I know that you had issues with the final fight, but at least in that scene, they were thinking about the individual beats of the fight. Do you know what I mean? It was like, there was some clarity of what was going on. And in those brawls, it's just like everybody's fighting, and it's like it's like a it's like a music video or something. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't doesn't feel real. It feels like it fe- it feels yeah. too surreal to 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 really have any dramatic impact. And I, and I think that's right. why that's why him breaking his back didn't have the resonance it should have had with me in the second season because that's a serious thing. That if that happened in a tournament, that would have been a lot more effective. Do you know what I mean? And it would have been just as cool, just as scary. Do you know what I mean? Would have been more scary, but um, yeah, they probably just didn't want to do like tournament after tournament or something. But there's they should have found another way to do that. But they could have done it. They could have done it like they did. I I think they were in a way trying to emulate part two, but like Mm. they and and obviously part two is ridiculous. He has a death match, so we want to we do we do you know we should we we do want to like you know not over simplify the history of karate kid like he gets into ridiculous territory and there's a degree of camp that needs to be embraced with karate kid but uh, i still feel like that fight with chosen in karate kid 2 it still was a one-on-one match it's just it's easier to care about the fight when you when you have like a focus and those brawls Mm -hmm. have no focus it's just what's going you know what i mean there's you have to find you have to it's like i guess the focus of the brawl this season is hawk hawk has that redeeming thing where they're about to break dimitri's arm and he you know uh he steps in and intervenes but that gets so lost in the mix of everything that's going on um 
You know, right. maybe we should talk about. I, I do want to get to the final fight as well, but maybe we should talk. Was there anything in this? Was there anything in that sequence that you liked? Was there anything in there that you're like, oh, if they did more of that, that would have pleased me? In the brawl part, yeah, the brawl, the the house invasion brawl. Well, the how about this? Invasion. Both brawls. Yeah. We'll say the laser tag brawl and the the house invasion brawl. Oh, okay. Well, the the laser tag brawl was like not bad. I think it would have uh, benefited from being like a little bit shorter. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I have kind of a pet peeve with like people having like panic attacks for things that aren't that traumatic. Like yeah. being like, Oh no. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, what do you mean? You were just like beating people up and now you're like, <laughs> because that girl cut her in the arm with the thing. Right. It's, it's yeah. 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 So I just was like, Oh, this is kind of stupid. I was like, how long, like, let's get some miracle cure here. Like send her to rehab or something and let's have her just like get over this. Um, but but yeah, I thought the actual like the tone of that scene was kind of cool. Like I, I did like that. And mm-hmm. I thought um, in general, like the fight. Actually, you know what? I think the whole thing really kind of turned when Tori got there. And I like Tori as a character, but I just yeah. thought like that kind of made it a little like that's when it all kind of it kind of got into that. Me. I would agree yeah. with that. I think you're right. I think that that on the one hand, I like that because I like that they were paying attention to the numbers. Do you know what I mean? Like, OK, it's this many against this many. These are the odds. And she shows up and the odds change. Um, mm. I didn't understand why that affected fights that were already going on, though. Do you know what I mean? I didn't understand why, like, you know what I mean? Like, there were two people fighting, and one of the guys is winning, and she shows up, and then the other, the guy that was winning starts losing. You should have had another guy go in. Do you know what I mean? Like, that didn't make sense. Right. I liked that it ended on the beat that it ended on with him, with Dimitri breaking his arm. That was kind of like a, a snap to reality, I thought. Like, it was like, oh, okay. Like, it's, uh, a real consequence for the fight it was because sometimes the problem with those brawls is like mm-hmm. people are just pulverizing each other and then they just brush themselves off as if like a violent assault didn't happen. And, and the thing that I liked about the arm breaking was it kind of brought it back to a more realistic, Oh, Dimitri's arm broke because they kept mm-hmm. pulling on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I didn't like the way that was done. Like, I have no problem with him breaking his arm, but I would have much preferred it be like, he goes to block it and they just like keep kicking him or something. Like a realistic way to break the guys. It's just like, if you're going to pin him to the ground and break his arm, like what's that? You know, like break his neck, you know, it's just like, it, to me, the it's like, was it, too, was it too, too cruel was the thing or was it? Just, it just seems so out of Like, I don't know. I'm just picturing like, these are like these high school kids. They're like, I don't know. It's just for what, for okay. what end? Why are they breaking this kid's arm? Well, I think I think bad. the thing they're going for is these kids have really been driven off the deep end by Crease. Right, but they so. didn't break anyone else's arm. You know what I mean? They beat all these other people and they were just like, all right, I'm satisfied. I kicked them okay. down. So it came, like, okay. No, this kid, break his okay. arm. Okay, like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, my, my read of that was it, that's just kind of where the fight culminated and like then that's what everybody started encouraging him because he got him into that mo- that hold. And he might have just let him go, but then he has all these people from Cobra Kai, like, do you know, finish him. And he's got to kind of, he's, I don't know, that made sense to me because that is just sort of the, these, they're following through with the precepts of Cobra, Cobra Kai karate as Kreese is teaching it to them. So that didn't bother me, but the, um, but, but I don't know. I, 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 I guess, uh, the the and 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 in all honesty, I think that fight I had a lot less issues with than the final fight. The final fight was much worse for me. Um, oh yeah, totally. I, 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 I will agree. S- and you know, I, I will say this though. One thing I liked about the final fight, I kind of liked when Tori and her were fighting with the weapons. Um, That's what I was gonna say. That was yeah. the one part I I also enjoyed because it brought it to like a one on one, and I and I kind of liked the dojo. Yeah, scene. I thought that was pretty cool. And also the moves in that fight scene didn't seem too outrageous. It seemed like how I would expect 
another like the karate kid one or two to handle it if they had that scene do you know what i mean like it wasn't yeah it wasn't like all the other brawl fights where people are flipping off walls and stuff i i don't like that tori always picks up a weapon though i think that just is getting a little old for me she's like oh no no i have nunchucks it's like come on (laughs) well i think why do you always have to have a weapon the thing is they have to follow through with that at some point that's the problem with doing that and so if they want to follow through with it and you know, go into Miguel territory again. They can go there, and I'll see how that goes. Do you know what I mean? Like, but but you kind of can't fake that you're going there. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, to me, the big problem is this. Just like in like any movie, right? If a person has like a knife or something, the stakes are so high. It's like that's what I'm I saying. Gotta, like, I gotta like take this knife away because like, what happens if she hits her with a nunchuck? She's gonna crack her skull or something. It's like, well, <laughs> they kind of did that with Crease in the final fight when he grabbed the shard of glass. It's like, you know, right. it's time for you to join Miyagi or whatever. And, you know, you, you know, um, I, I feel like they were sort of, I mean, let, let's be fair to the Karate Kid franchise as a whole, though. Let's like Crease tried to strangle Johnny to death in Karate Kid 2. And that was actually a scene that was intended for Karate Kid 1, which they mm-hmm. just didn't do. Right. Did, you know, right. so that's all. And Daniel had a death match with Chosen in um in part two and in part three uh what's his name why am i blanking on his name the karate bad boy um mike barnes mike barnes he's like dangling danny danny off a cliff at one point right like yeah so i'll agree there's some dark tones in the movies and certainly they're not perfect um but i kind of feel like you know they're more of like a product of and maybe they want to borrow but it's like okay these are like 80s and 90s movies you know i'm willing to give them a little more latitude and also it was like amongst this whole spectrum of like emotions and things going on in the movie these are like singular like moments whereas like this one because it's a show you like keep getting hit like they keep being like all right now here's a dark moment now here's another dark yeah yeah no i I don't know why they're leaning so hard into that i don't mind them going back to the ace but i do think you're right i think they should have her pick up a weapon but have it be meaningful when it happens do you know what I mean? Like, have it happen once in a meaningful way rather than it keeps happening or it happens, but then it, it's still just a normal fight. It's not any different than if they were fighting with their hands, right? Like, I just wanted to stop picking up weapons because also there's no scenes where they're ever, like, training with weapons. So, like, she just well, suddenly is always like, no, I'm going to grab a weapon. It's that cool. that was another bit. Like, at least with Sam, we you know, we see her training with the, with the, staff, the staff, right? Yeah. But we don't see Cobra Kai ever use weapons. It doesn't seem to be part of yeah. their... Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's actually odd. You would think Kreese would do a lot of weapons training since he's supposedly training them for the real world and not just for tournaments. But, right. like, he doesn't seem to, to be doing that. So, like, you would think he'd be teaching them about grenades and, like, all kinds of things just because of the kind of guy he is, right? Right, so, right. <laughs> but, uh... But either way, I, I can I can buy the weapon thing. I just do want to see somebody get hurt by the weapon if they're using it. That's my bit. Like, I, you know, like maybe what should have happened was Tori should have broken her arm. Like, had her arm broken in that fight with the bow staff. Do you know what I mean? Like, that would have been a fitting outcome, I think. Um, I get that they wanted, you know, they don't want Sam to go into that territory. But, like, you know, uh, that I think that would have worked. So... What what was your feeling on the final fight between, I guess it's Johnny versus Crease versus Robbie versus Crease, Danny versus Crease, right? <laughs> That's the 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 way it flowed. Yeah, um, I guess my feeling was kind of like meh. 
Nah, okay. <laughs> I, I guess that would be my overall. I mean, not not bad, but just like, um, I so I've said this before to you, not on here, but um, like Crease in the old movies clearly had like a power style, like Johnny, yeah. right? It's like he's using because he was like a really like solid guy. Like in the old yeah. movies, it's like yeah, this is like some deranged war vet that's got yeah. like yeah, he was a big know, guy. He was a big yeah, guy. enough skill and power that like that's where his karate is coming from, and like. I don't really like them trying to change it to him being like some guru, right? It's like, it's like yeah. he isn't, that's not his style. His style is power. So in the scene, I didn't like that. It's like, well, then you should just get totally mopped up by Johnny because you no longer can utilize your power. So okay. I don't like the way that fight went. Cause it's like, I think there should have been some kind of like either that or some kind of like cheap tactic where he like gouges his eyes or he like, he did, he did of, use a cheap tactic. That's how, so, but, but I mean more of a cheap tactic. Like, I feel like his whole thing should have been cheap tactic. So I, 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 I have a, so I like this fight, this fight. I felt like if they had skipped the brawl and gone to this, it would have been a much cleaner ending to the show. I know that the brawl is required for them to get there with, in terms of the story, but like, that's a much more satisfying ending to me. Um, but I, but you told me that before I started rewatching, so I was paying attention to some things with it, and I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I mean, obviously, Crease is older. There's no question he's an old man. Now. Yeah, but like I was look, but I was looking at the arms and the cutoff thing. I was like, you know, for a guy his age, he still looks pretty, pretty good. And also, I've seen old men his age fight and pull it off. Like I've seen, I like it wasn't, it wasn't beyond the realm of possibility. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's deranged enough. He's, he's still strong enough that I could sort of, and, and he's also like, here's the other thing. Kreese has been to war, right? Like Kreese fought in the Vietnam war. That's a whole other level of, of, I don't know. It, it, that's a, another level of learning how to survive than anything Johnny's ever been through. So I feel like that adds another it's sort of like, I don't know, I guess like if I got in a fight with my grandfather or something when he was in his 60s, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like that kind of a thing. Um, yeah. You know, where it's like, okay, I can kind of, I, I feel like my grandfather could have kicked my ass in his 60s. I don't know, how, how old is the guy that plays, how old is Martin Cove right now? Uh, I don't know, he looks pretty old. I don't let's, know exactly Let's look that up. Let's look that up so that okay, we can get a, a baseline um, thing. He's seventy four, so he is. He's he's getting up there. He's getting up. Seventy four. Yeah. Come on. He's he's getting oh, up there. God. He's getting up there. Yeah. That weakens my case for sure. But I feel. Yeah, I still yeah, feel I like. You. I still feel like the fight as they did it. It looked good on screen. It looked like. Um, it was sort of more back to those basic moves that I like. It wasn't like Johnny wasn't doing backflips. Martin Cove definitely wasn't doing any backflips. There was no, you know, the most fancy thing was like the camera work around the fight. I thought rather mm. than the fight itself, and. And also Johnny was kicking the shit out of him in the first portion of the fight. And then it's not until Johnny takes the side of the back of the head that Co that, that Kreese starts getting the upper hand. And he actually starts pulling a lot of like joint locky type moves in that sequence. So it's kind of believable to me. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's more like, I don't know. I felt like that scene was fairly well executed. The part that I didn't like about that scene was Robbie getting tossed to the to the to the to the locker the and just locker? getting knocked yeah, the fuck out? Yeah. yeah. That was like like I get what they were going for, but it was like when he pushed Robbie Robbie just went way too fast from that push into the yeah. thing. It was I don't know, I didn't I didn't care for that. Um and and obviously whenever Daniel fights, there's like a I mean, we both, I think, are on the same page with this. And this is throughout the Karate Kid's history. There's always a suspension of disbelief with Danny because Danny has this physicality issue of he's 
even even against Martin Cove. You know, like Mart- I, I like if I had to place bets on on seventy four year old Martin Cove and fifty whatever year old Ralph Macchio, my my money is on Martin Cove. Do you know what I mean? Like that's probably a safe bet. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I did at least like that the way that they handled it, where it was all the stuff that Chosen taught him, where he kicked him in the the you know it's pressure point stuff, it's Hollywood type stuff. But it like it was kind of like there was like a tactical element that I liked to the Danny stuff where it's like, no, Danny's Danny's not overpowering crease. He's just like very precisely tapping him in these places with his kicks and stuff. And that's what's debilitating him. Um, I just would have enjoyed it a lot more if there was some like recognition of Martin Cove kind of being like just this older guy that just doesn't have it anymore. Like he goes through a bunch and like Johnny just catches it or something. And like, you know, I mean, I think that could have worked. I, I agree with you that if they had thrown an element in there. I think they were trying to do that with Johnny just beating the crap out of him. But I think if they had, if they had sh- also, I mean, when you watch the fight, it does look like a younger guy beating up an old man, right? Like that's what the fight looks like. <laughs> right. So I'm expecting that in season three, Crease is going to lean he- heavily into that of like, you know, oh, I'm a, you know, uh, he doesn't have a purple heart, but he has like a, what does he have? Yeah. He has some kind of, they mentioned some award that he got. Um, as a, yeah, like a medal of valor, yeah, or yeah something. some kind of medal and an event. They're sort of, he's sort of playing that up anytime he needs to, you know, uh, yeah, you know, he's he's doing the. Well, the, uh, so. well, I think they executed very well on like the sliminess of him as a person, like outside yeah. of the arena. Mm-hmm. I just think they need to. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I I actually like that scene. Fine, I'm just saying these are some things that I thought would have like okay. made it a little better for me. It would have resonated a little more. Well, but I think if they made those little tweaks to like his style and just lean a little more heavy on the like cheap stuff. Yeah. Like just more, just more on the cheap stuff, but you know, in recognition of how old he is, I just think it would be like, I'd like, okay, now here's this really guy. He's just really ruthless and he's leaning on his ruthlessness because he lacks the power of his, you know, former style. Now, what did you think of him trying to choke out? Like he was going to, it looked like he was trying to choke Johnny to death. Uh, Yeah. I think he had him in like a rear naked choke, but it looked like he was trying to really choke him. Like what, I think that's kind of in keeping with like how he's been. I, my yeah. read of it would have been kind of like, he would have kind of like brought him to the brink and then like, I think he fully expected like Johnny to do something to yeah. kind of escape it. Right. And then yeah. he could be like, okay, it's only because you like showed no, like he seems yeah. like the kind of guy that would be like, Johnny kills him. And he's like, it's like only because you showed no mercy, you know? Like, yeah. Well, okay. So let's, well, yeah. And I guess in, again, in part two, he did choke out Johnny, like he, like over right. the, losing the match. So right. it's totally in character. What, what's your read on what we'll talk about whether we like crease in his story, but like, what's your read on what crease is actually doing? Like, what's his, like, what, what is his motivation in terms of Johnny at this point? Well, I think, I mean, Johnny is obviously like his best student. And I think he, you know, sees a lot of the like talent in Johnny and hopes that he can kind of like, kind of like an estranged son. Like, you know what I mean? He wants him to kind of, take on the legacy and just have more of his his style you know it's like okay you were my yeah. most promising student i kind of want to develop that and let's like make you the face of cobra kai yeah. but in the style that i see it yeah yeah you know but do you think that he's still doing all this for johnny or do you think this has now become more about him and cobra kai do you know what i mean uh i think he's still doing it for johnny but i think also like he kind of has his own mm-hmm. ideas about what it should be. I still think Johnny is like his prize student. So I don't think he would turn away from Johnny completely, but okay. he's just like, he's like, look, I need you to, you know, it's kind of like yeah. if you had some brother that was like always doing stupid stuff, you'd be like, yeah. look, I need you to kind of come on board with yeah. me here. 
Yeah, because because one of the, so for me one of the important things with Kreese is to know that there are people that he actually will not jettison. Do you know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. they establish in this season that he just kicks those kids out because they're weak, which made sense. Right. Like I actually liked that maneuver because I thought, yeah, that the old Cobra Kai was all athletic kids, and like I get that Kreese would be like, what am I doing with these scrawny kids that have no muscle and no athleticism? I need to replace them with something stronger, right? And so when he kicked them out, it was cruel, but it was sort of in keeping with his character. But I feel like if he had done that to Tori and done that to other characters, that he had more... If he had done it to Hawk, do you know what I mean? It would have been less believable yeah. to me. Um, <clears throat> what, well, you know what's funny? When you were saying that, I'm remembering... Do you remember from Karate Kid 1? Actually, they had the dude that played uh, Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. He was one of the students, and he just yeah. gets, like, beat up right in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think he likes to have a few pin cushions there. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah. agree with that. I mean, they yeah. definitely have that style. That, that, that was very reminiscent of, of Karate Kid 1, that sequence, I thought. What, what yeah. do you think of the Kreese stuff overall, both the backstory and the story we got in, the, in this season? Uh, so the stuff that was like modern day, I enjoyed, I, I thought that was good. Like, um, all, all good, basically all that stuff, the backstory stuff I thought should be just taken out. I didn't okay. think it added anything. And I, I didn't need that. And uh-huh. I thought the, the mystery of him just being a deranged vet was enough for me. I didn't really need all this stupid snake pit fighting and the okay. other, we, I we, just thought that was nonsense. We've got to get into the snake pit fighting. I, so yeah. I half agree with you. So number one, I was thinking about this last night and I realized, you know, like you, like you and I grew up. Well, I grew up in the '80s, so like, and you grew up more in the '90s, I suppose. I don't know when you, yeah. would, but but well, but was there was residual '80s. What was that? I was born in '84. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but there was residual '80s stuff, and I think we're more aware of the Vietnam War than kids now. And so, I imagine what they might be trying to do is they actually want people to know what, like, like we, like when when I when I was a kid and I saw Karate Kid, and you see Crease for the first time. Even at like age, I don't know, what was I? Like I was like nine maybe? When did Karate Kid come out? 84? 84, yeah. Yeah, so I was like eight or nine when this came out. And I remember mm-hmm. seeing it. And even at that age, I instantly knew, oh, he's like a Vietnam War vet that's like, you know, you know, shattered by the war. Like at that age, you knew that because it was so part of everything right. that was around you. I don't think that that's is something. I don't think kids would immediately know that, that, that you're supposed to draw that line with the Kreese character. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even if they mentioned he was in Vietnam, they might not understand what it was. They might not even know, you know, where it is. Do you know but, what I mean? Like, but like, I think modern day, there's like a, enough of a tradition of, for lack of a better word, tradition, right? Of people having like PTSD and being kind of deranged from going to war. So I don't think it needed any explanation. Maybe. I think you could have just been like, this guy's nuts. You know, he was, yeah, he was but in I, war. It affected him, you know. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know. I, 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 I I feel like it was a I mean I don't know I I I think that I think that it, they probably wanted to just give the context do you know what I mean but, but but that aside I I agree with you that a lot of the stuff from his backstory didn't work that said I wanted to see the backstory like I I've always wanted to see what his time in Vietnam was I feel like the problem is this was they put him into the wrong Vietnam War franchise so like I was imagining his backstory more like Platoon. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and like I told you on the phone, this was a little bit more like missing an action or yeah. not first blood. First blood is fine because he's clearly modeled after like a Stallone type character. But this is more like Rambo, right? Like the sequel. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a and, and there's a line. But like I feel like one of the things that makes Crease so menacing is the the reality that 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 as deranged as he is, like you can kind of see it. Do you know what I mean? Like you can kind of see somebody like that existing. And I feel like 
the more ridiculous they make his backstory, the harder that is to buy into. Yeah. Well, so. well, that's why I prefer just not seeing it. And you're just like, I don't know. It's kind of like if there's like a, like in Predator, right? Like before you see Predator, you're like, you just imagine whatever horrible thing yeah. you want. That's how I like my crease. It's just like, okay. he, just whatever horrible thing I want to associate with him. That's okay. what I, what he is. Okay. Know? Cause I got, I have to admit by the time they started introducing Terry Silver and stuff in the third movie, Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, I'm intrigued. Like, I want to learn more about like where, like where he trained and how. You know what I mean? I, I was interested in that stuff, and I kind of wanted to know what what did unhinge him. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I'll say this: I would have been interested if it had been good. Well, <laughs> yeah, what I mean? and that's like, what I'm getting. Yeah. At. And so, but but I don't need it. You know what I mean? I feel like if you don't have like a clear concept that you can execute. I mean, maybe they did. Maybe they're like, this is a home run. Yeah. Snake pit. He's, you know, Cobra Kai. Like. I mean, may- maybe we're like the lone voices in the room. I don't know. I feel like, so the snake pit totally did not work for me on multiple, multiple levels. Neither did the the love story with the woman. I felt they were adding a whole other layer of complication. It's like war is already traumatizing on its own. And and anything Kreese went through through the war, do they need to add on that he had a girl that got killed in a car accident, you know, like, and that that bomb was dropped on him at a odd moment by somebody that shouldn't have dropped it on. You know, like, like that was just kind of too, like, what the, like, I don't, I don't even know what that, I don't, it, it's kind of cartoonish at that point. So I, mm-hmm. I, but I feel like if they had just gone back and they had just done the scene where he sees the guy get shot in the head in front of him, that would have been enough. That's like, that was like a traumatizing event, right? Or if they had in a number of events like that, like he sees that he sees other people get killed. If they if they had done something like the story he tells Hawk, where he's like, you know, you don't know if the kid has like a I forget what it was, but it's the same thing that they always have, where you don't mm. know if like this person's a friend or a foe, or if they're coming up to just like you know stick a stick a grenade in you or, or set off some kind of you know explosive device. Um, if they had done more of that stuff, if they had maybe shown him. Because the thing is, the thing that was weird about his backstory is he starts out as a good guy and he's supposed to turn into Crease. But after that snake pit thing, he doesn't really become Crease, right? Like he's not, he's still kind of a pretty decent guy, it seems like, even though he's like, you know, got rid of that scummy captain guy. But that felt fairly justifiable given, you know, like how horrible the captain was, right? Like, Inter- interesting. I don't know. I mean, I still kind of feel like he just killed the guy I, I don't know i was thinking he was pretty crease like at that point it's like you just i didn't buy it no or? because that guy was like that guy basically like uh, he 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 basically showed that he didn't give a crap at all about any of his men that he was in it for himself well, and then he was like and i'm gonna kill and then he was doing everything he could to kill crease and he had no moral compunction about it and right. I, I mean that guy was clearly like morally bankrupt like i was talking to you about this before yeah. how i thought that was kind of funny how he's like he's like oh can't wait to kill that terry silver guy you know yeah. he's like he's like great like relishing that he gets to go yeah. out and like kill somebody and it's like come on this makes no sense so, yeah I, I mean granted he's a bad guy but i'm just thinking like and obviously i'm not in that situation but i'm just thinking like you know i would be satisfied just beating the guy up and being like yeah. all right you know what i don't have to deal with this guy i don't need to like do cast him down into a pit of snakes for no reason you know like i just felt it would have been more effect like that 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 whole scene to me was very cartoonish and it and it made his arc cartoonish as a result and i feel like a more plausible arc would have been to show crease trying to be like the good guy in vietnam and then and maybe they didn't do this because they just didn't want to take the heat for like what this kind of scene would do. But I feel like this scene would have rung true more where 
they show him trying to be like a good uh, a good soldier and and not not cause collateral damage and then that con- mm. that has consequences for him like some of his men die and so then he so then he starts tightening that and to the point where you know he becomes a lot less concerned about the well-being of of people that aren't combatants and 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 then starts taking preemptive measures maybe when he shouldn't do you know what i mean that sort of yeah. thing would have been a more believable loss of humanity than he has this supremely evil captain who's like you know what I mean like fighting yeah. over a snake pit like like that just to me was like th- that's not a believable loss of humanity and they need to show a believable loss of humanity with Kreese to make him a real character so yeah and I just felt the whole thing was so so we disagree a little to me I didn't think there was anything worthwhile in that whole okay that you know I don't think any of it should have been there at all. And I would have much rather have seen an extension of the Okinawan thing. And I actually think the whole season would have been a lot better if the whole season basically just took place in Okinawa, like minus like two episodes or something. Well, I will. Well, so I will agree with you on this point. I think that the crease backstory was weak enough that they've jettisoned all of it. They had enough strong material in the present with crease that it would have filled that space anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so like, um, I thought the most effective thing that they did with the crease storyline was when they showed him at Tories and he basically told us the backstory that they, that they played out. It was kind of right. like, it was kind of like a show don't tell moment where he's like, Oh yeah, my mom was sick too, but it was a different kind of sickness, but I didn't understand at the time that told me everything I needed to know about Kreese's background. And they didn't need me to have the varsity guy calling him a freak and saying his mom committed suicide. Like that didn't add anything to it that, that because, because Martin Cove did such a good job in that performance where he's like, yeah, my mom was sick too. And then also showing how that kind of spilled into him becoming protective of Tori, right? Like that was, that sort of showed a cementing of a human relationship with him that made him a more, it's sort of like the whole stuff that worked about Cobra Kai season one is they're trying to explain Johnny as a person, right? Like the like mm. you can still have him be this caveman that Johnny's supposed to be, but like they explain him as a person and you kind of start to care about him. And I and I, I don't want them to make Crease not a villain, but I just wanted them to make him like somebody that was grounded in some kind of reality. Which again mm. is why I thought like a more plausible Vietnam storyline would have been you know what I mean? If I could have seen like like more of like the Joker from Full Metal Jacket, more of like a real transition to this is the guy losing his humanity, and he doesn't want to lose his humanity. Do you know what I mean? Like that would have been uh, that would have I thought added to him, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, but 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 I don't know. But overall, as much as I'm complaining, I liked the crease stuff that I got. It's just that the Snake Pit was so fucking over. Like 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 eat like. Maybe if they had just kept it as a pit, it wouldn't have reached that like level of insane. Like the, fa- I don't know. I just I just was like, come on, like a snake pit. Like I, like I actually think what would have been much more effective is they just fight in some kind of like makeshift arena, and then they're like, finish him, you know, and like you have to just like kill the guy. Yeah, yeah. If they needed that, but I still don't think they should have done that. I feel like that was very stupid. Like, right. That, I mean, I've already said my opinion yeah. is the whole thing should have just been not even existed. But well, I feel it, like they should have take take out the girl, take out the varsity people. The guy that was in the varsity jacket, by the way, was Martin Cove's son, apparently. Um, oh, okay. Uh, but uh, but take that out and and take out uh, the the stuff with the stake pit, and 
and take out the ridiculous captain too. He didn't really like, I get, I, I didn't want to see him learn martial arts, but I didn't want him to learn martial arts from like that guy, that person. Like he's like the drill instructor from full metal jacket. It was just a little bit too, it just didn't work. And also the guy's voice was bothering me. The guy had this gravelly voice and it sounded like, it sounded like a video game voice actor. Not like a, um, didn't sound like a real person to me. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So, so that was bothering me. Like I got that, that he had like a manly tone, but it just, it was too much. Um, and just give us more of like, this was his tour of duty in Vietnam and this is what happened. Do you know what I mean? Whereas it was more like, no, we need these big giant set pieces. Do you know what I mean? That mm. are, that are, that are all happening on sound stages, it seems. And I don't know. I, I just didn't, I didn't like the way that that felt. I wanted to, I wanted it to be more like platoon where, yeah. you know, you get the real horror of war for him. Um, yeah. I just wanted more Okinawa. That's what I'm saying. To me, okay. it's just like, that's like a, they just squandered it. I mean, I was glad that they went to Okinawa at all, but, and maybe this is just that I didn't do enough like research, but when I was first hearing about season three, they're like, yeah, we're going to Okinawa. So I'm like, yeah. oh, awesome. This is going to make this yeah. big yeah. arc about Okinawa. Like this whole thing's going to be like about Okinawa. And then they're like two or whatever, you know, two episodes, whatever it was. I mean, I, I, I like, like, I liked the Okinawa stuff a lot. I, I don't think I would I have objected too. to more of it, but I felt yeah. like, I felt like they, I felt like they did it. I feel like, they, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't sick of it by the end. So they, I think they handled it just as much as they needed to for me. Yeah. But on the other hand, you were sick of the Kree stuff, weren't you? That's how I feel like. Take I was, all that Kree stuff well, and give it an hour. I wasn't that I was sick of the Kree stuff. It's that I want a different Kree stuff. Like like 40% of the Kree stuff they got right. And 60% I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like this is right. like, and again, I'm, I'm, I don't want, we're, we're critiquing it. I'm I I I still would give this this season like a solid B. Do you know what I mean? Like this is a good season for me. Um, okay. You know, I just I just uh, I just really could have gone without the snake pit, without the ridiculous drillings, not drilling the captain, and yeah. and the Back to the Future scene in the in the in the in the I don't know what you would call it, like the 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 hangout place, the diner, where, the yeah. diner. Yeah, thank <laughs> yeah. you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I could have, it, uh, you know what else? I also could have done with it. We didn't even discuss, but how like ridiculous the garage scene was. Okay, let's talk about that. The garage, yeah. the garage fight scene. Yeah, that it I thought. Ridiculous. Next yeah. topic. No. So, so no, so a couple of things. So the first time I saw it, I I agreed a hundred percent with you on it, and I still do. But I was paying one one of the criticisms that we had been talking about was Daniel's ass parts of the fight, and yeah. and um. I actually thought that he did most of the techniques really well. Like I was like, okay, Daniel, like the second viewing, I was paying close attention and I felt like, no, mm -hmm. I can't really critique that kick. I can't critique that punch. Like that all looks good. I think the problem is the choreography is just too elaborate for the character. Do you know what I mean? Kind of like I was saying with the brawls where Daniel has a physique. That's a certain kind of physique. And I don't expect Daniel to be doing these fancy moves, but I was surprised that he was able to pull off those fancy moves. Like given his physique, it was believable. Do you know what I mean? It was like he did a good job, but uh, he still shouldn't have been doing that. Do you know what I mean? And um, and I also feel like the whole setup for the fight scene. It was just like it was like it was like you know what it looked like. It looked like when you see these demo team people on YouTube, not YouTube, on Facebook. Like I'll follow a lot of people that have like they make their own fight choreography and they put it up. Do you know what I mean? And it's mm -hmm. like it's like low budget stuff and. <laughs> And it's good, but you you know you watch it with a you know that it's low budget and 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 the fights always kind of come out of the sky. 
Like, it's just sort of like, ah, like, okay, now there's a guy swinging a chain and a guy with a baseball bat. And there's, and it's, it doesn't have like a realistic feel to it at all. And I feel like the garage scene was that, like they, they storm into this place and all these guys that look like they're on a martial arts demo team just happen to be working at this place and are ready to fight them. And, and it's not like any kind of real fight that would have happened. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's sort of my problem with it. Um, I don't know. I know you had bigger issues with it than I did, though. Oh, yeah. I just thought the whole scene was like a complete departure from reality. You yeah. know, like, like well, I would agree that, with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. I, I just thought it totally didn't work. And Daniel looked like he had just had a hip replacement. <laughs> and like, he... well, here's what here's what I'll say. I agree. He looked like he had a hip replacement. But what I'm saying is for somebody that had a hip replacement, I was really <laughs> surprised at how well he was pulling out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like I do you know say well, like like the problem with Daniel it's not a problem with Daniel. It's that they're not acknowledging how they're supposed to handle his character. Like the issue is his posture is wrong. His stances are wrong. He doesn't look like a natural born fighter because he's not a natural born fighter. So don't have him do moves that a natural born fighter would do. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the, that's the issue. But that said, Ralph Macchio is doing a good job with those moves. I think given that he's not like, he's not built like, um, uh, William Zabka. uh, William Zabka. He doesn't have his kind of physique. Well, well, I suppose I'm going to view it through the lens of some like crippled person who's like, I should just be happy that they're able to get their leg yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, then, then perhaps. But for me, I'm just like, like, this is supposed to be the karate kid, you know, and he can't move or function at all. Like it just yeah. the garage scene was just like painful for me because I was just like, this is not working that, you know, like. Yeah, no, no. But what I'm saying is there's always a degree of that with Daniel because Daniel's not like like they have but they should have choreographed it differently so they didn't have that problem. Right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I mean, I agree. And I, I think our central premise of the whole thing, too, is that they're not kind of understanding how to, you know, fit Daniel's style into the show, like or yeah. Ralph Macchio, like his physical limitations into it. Yeah. But but that being said, it was most apparent in this scene, like of all the yeah. scenes in the show, it was just like. Wow, this looks bad. Yeah, that like, scene that scene definitely kind of ha- had that. Uh, I, and again, I think the style is just too new and slick for for what they're going for. And obviously, William Zab, because, I mean, his performance in that scene is pretty impeccable, I think. I think that's worthy of mention that, you know, like William Zabka is really rising to that level of performance. But those guys yeah. don't need, they shouldn't be forcing them to rise to that level because it's a... Um, it's a whole. It's not even a style that connects with what they were doing in the first Karate Kid movies, right? So right. it's it's just it's just it's like why even go there? Why not just go back to what worked, which was, yeah. you know, uh, Johnny's the athlete who has the athletic moves, and his most elaborate move is going to be like a wheel kick, probably. And you know, D- Daniel has to kind of fight a little bit more smart and cautiously, mm-hmm. and you know, he's never going to be the the powerhouse that Johnny is. So don't make him like. You don't need to turn Daniel into a badass. That's not the point of the Daniel character. Daniel's character is smart. He's good at defense, and it's a little. It's sort. It strains credulity a little bit, but it's okay, right? Like it mm-hmm. works if you if you do it right. And so, um, yeah, I actually think it would have been awesome if he was kind of doing more like judo type stuff or or what you yeah. know what I mean. More like like in the old uh, like in the movies there's a lot of scenes where it's like he'll be fighting someone and it'd be more like one hit. So yeah. the, the premise being, you know, 
it's like, okay, I may not have a lot of power, but I have timing and precision and whatever. Yeah. Like I can hit you at the right time in the right spot. Yeah. Yeah. And in this, it was more like, okay, I'm going to be more like a modern karate fighter. I'm going to be kicking you and the Johnny's going to kick your legs and we kick your head and you're going to flip over. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> and also like the way that they ended it where he ends on a spinning hook kick and then he gets into that fight stance and it's like, definitely not how Daniel LaRusso stands. Do you know what I mean? Like that, right. that was, and I think it was a stunt double, but like that, that really kind of took me out of it. So I, I agree with you on that stuff. I think, yeah. I, I think that, I think that brawl definitely, uh, I don't know. That definitely was, was an issue. Uh, what were some things you liked this season? You know, cause obviously uh, so, you said it was a return to form for you in a lot of ways. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely much more, uh, much more of the feel of one. And like, I liked the callbacks. So I really liked Okinawa. I thought that was strong. Um, again, I wanted more of it and, you know, less of the Cree stuff. So I, so I liked that. Um, I liked that they were bringing back, um, what is it? Yukio, Kamiko, what was her name? Kamiko. Kamiko. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I liked her whole, her whole thing. I thought that was cool to see her brought back. It's actually funny. She looks so different. I like yeah. looked up. I'm like, is this really the same person? I was yeah. like, okay. All right. It is. I just want to confirm that they're okay. not like, yeah, I don't yeah. like it when shows do that. They're like, they like, swap well, just tell me it's not. Yeah. Well, apparently the mother, uh, uh, Allie's mom was a different actress. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like it when they do that. It's like, just yeah. tell me they died or something. Well, what they you know, said like, was they couldn't find her. They couldn't get, like, they, like I don't know what happened, but it was then like. Then she just, why yeah. is she on the show? You know what I mean? Well, like, also, the mom's dialogue was like, that was like the most, un, that conversation had no believability at all. The Allie and her mom talking, right. you know, where they're talking about the weather in California versus Colorado. Yeah, it was like I was like these. This does not look like a mom and daughter having a conversation. Um, yeah. So, which maybe was the point. Maybe that's Allie's supposed to have some kind of weird, stiff relationship with her mom. I don't know. But yeah. like, uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I loved Okinawa. I thought Okinawa was great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I found I, it moving. Actually, I was quite moved by some of those scenes. Surprising. I thought surprisingly moved by some of those scenes. And I liked that they gave they gave Kamiko like a. I don't know. They kind of gave her a lot for that sequence. Like, you know, she, yeah. she basically did three really awesome things for Daniel, you know, which yeah. was like, okay, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a lot. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so also my personal theory is that she and Daniel slept together. I feel like that's something that happened. And, <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like they tried to do it in a way that it wouldn't have to be acknowledged and that, that, that there'd be enough deniability that you know it's but i feel like it's pretty clear that something now, happened between them now so, just to be clear because i know you mentioned this to me before but just so the audience knows you're referring to modern day while he was in okinawa he's love with her yes yes that's what i'm okay. saying yeah okay yeah because like she's saying to him like basically i didn't i didn't get married because you fought to the death for me right like like mm-hmm. that's the level of affection she has for daniel and given all the things that she does for him, I just feel like, do you know what I mean? And, and also that, that night they have together where they're talking, where they're reading the stuff and, and she's reading stuff that I think Miyagi is saying, but it's almost sounds like she's saying it to Dan. You know what I mean? Like it just, oh, right. and then like, I think the next day, even their hands touch at the bar, like it was just, uh, you know, there were, there was, I, I think, and then they cut to it. So you don't know what happened, but I feel like something happened. You know, I feel like we can safely assume that. And, <laughs> And I feel like they did it in a way that Ralph Macchio will never have to acknowledge it because I don't think Ralph Macchio would want to have to acknowledge that something happened between those two characters. But I think something happened between them, you know? Like okay, that's... yeah. I mean, I don't remember having the same yeah. read of it, but I, I think that's plausible. Yeah. I, and, I, you know. I also, one other thing I want to say is I do think that they're in danger of filing the rough off edges off of Daniel again this season. That's something that I did notice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like, you know how, like, in, in the first Karate Kid, Daniel was, like, a real jerk? Like, not, like, a bad guy, but, like, he had a r- real sharp tongue in the mm-hmm. first movie. And he said, like, yeah. kind of kind outrageous of things. Ass. Yeah, like, real yeah. wise-ass remarks. And even in the second one, he still kind of had that. But in the third one, that was just totally filed off. There was no, They were just like, no, we want him to be the good guy, so we don't want him to have any of those rough edges. Right. Even though they were taking him down this darker path, all the rough edges were gone. And I feel like this season, some of those rough edges were a little bit gone. That like I, there was one moment like when he called Johnny Scarface. I thought that was like a nice return to form when Johnny had the white suit on and he's like, "Hey, right. Scarface," because Johnny right. said something to him. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like there should have been more of those kind of retorts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. Maybe more of him. Yeah, kind of like using his wit and stuff. I yeah. I was also gonna say I um. Uh, what was the part that I liked? Yeah. So I also liked the uh, the whole crease thing as we talked about it, present day crease. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um. And I liked, I liked the whole ramification thread that was going through it too, because it's like that was. So I hated the end of the second season. I was like, this is so stupid. They should all like be a like yeah. body would never be allowed again. Like a bunch of shoot. so I liked that they were like, okay, here are some real ramifications to yeah. it. Um, I thought the stuff with Robbie, if anything, was like. I could have just been like, he's locked away and not enjoying okay. it. I didn't need the whole. I kind of needed to see that, to be honest. I needed to see Robbie suffer a little bit because I felt like, number one, I don't like Robbie. I really do. I've never liked Robbie that much. Okay. And and so I kind of like watching Robbie not have a good time. But but on top of that, I feel like for what he did, I need, like, I need the show to like actually show us what he's going through. So it's not just like, Oh yeah, he went to juvie and now he's back and he's not traumatized at all. Do you know what I mean? Like I needed to, I needed to see him go through some stuff and, and that's okay. some of that was a little over the top, but it felt like, okay, that's probably the kind of thing that might kind of happen to a kid. You know what I mean? Like, well, the way I would have liked to seen it addressed, which would have been totally like an 80s style thing, is just like some kind of montage, right? It's like okay. they're all training, and it just pans to Robbie, and he's just like in his cell, like uh, that could have worked too. But but I kind of liked that they like I like there were like six episodes of him in juvie, I think, right? Like he was there most of the season, from what I could tell. Yeah, he was there yeah. for a while. I yeah, just, that that he he and the show both needed to be punished for what happened in the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that yeah, was yeah. adequate. That was perfectly right. adequate. But I felt like me as an audience member, I was punished with this like lackluster. Oh, I was enjoying you know. it. I was enjoying all of his suffering. Like that was. I, I, the... I don't mind. I don't mind him suffering. I just wanted it to be more like. Again, this is all time that I felt like could have been used elsewhere. Like well, just show the, me the other reason I liked it is I thought that, that those fight scenes were at least fight scenes that were between more limited characters. So I was getting fight scenes that just were more enjoyable than like the the wild brawls too. Right. So, but do you think you overall enjoyed those scenes, or were you just liking I, them because they were different from the? I, I liked scene? watching him get the crap beat out of him. I thought that was I thought that was enjoyable, and I and well, I. Uh, I, I and I also liked that he was get, he was like really getting like like this guy was way bigger than him and this yeah. guy was really intimidating and I and I thought that that's what should happen to Robbie when he goes to juvie you know like that like that yeah. you know th- that that felt appropriate to me um, and also having that happened helped explain Robbie's reaction to Daniel and his dad when he gets out right like he's definitely gonna have a chip on his shoulder and. The only thing I didn't like about Robbie's story is I didn't like that, okay, he's like, he's got this big chip on his shoulder against against Johnny and against Daniel, but somehow he's like totally falling in line with Crease. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that I did, and also I didn't get the whole thing when he's like, 
when he's talking to his dad and he's like, he just wants what's best for you, dad. Just come all, you know, it's sort of like, it was like Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and the, you know, it just was yeah. like weird. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care for that. Um, but, but I, 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 yeah, the GOV stuff I, 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 I liked, I thought that worked. And, um, uh, actually some of that was, I thought some of that was better than like a lot of the other stuff we were getting with the kids. Like some of the kid storylines were, I don't know, I could have done without, do you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't need to see the car wash. Right. Like that, that, that wasn't entertaining for me. I didn't really need, I guess the laser tag scene was okay, but there were a lot of things that were going on with the kids that I didn't really need to see. See, see, I actually feel like the car wash scene was more rewarding because I think you need a balance of like, Things are going on as normal. Like there's like a normal okay. road here and okay. it's not so insular with like karate. So I like seeing a scene. It's like, yeah, here's like them interacting. Okay, fair like, enough. Fair you enough. You know what I mean? So I, I didn't mind that. I, I found the, I don't know. I found the prison stuff was just too out of form. It's like, okay, I'm going to, on this episode of Oz, right? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but he had to go to Oz because he yeah. broke somebody's back. Do you know what I mean? That's like... right again, but I just wanted it to be like montage. Like okay. you just see him suffering and like in the montage. Okay. I didn't need this whole. I, I just feel like the show needed to pay a heavy, not like they needed to be punished, but like there needed to be that time sink because it had to counterbalance the fact that they had a kid thrown over the rails and had his back broken. And it wasn't just like a passing thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I also like the stuff with Miguel having to rehabilitate the whole way through. I thought that that seemed rushed like too fast. I mean, I'm glad we didn't have to spend so much time on it, but I felt like it's like, wow, this kid really like, they must be giving him some HDH or some kind of, well, they kept it really vague. Exactly what happened to him. Right. Right. So like, 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 all I know is that if you're in a coma and then, like, your vital signs are out of whack and you almost die, you're probably not going to get up. How we, we don't know exactly how much time passed, but, like, it did right. seem like, yeah, you know, like, uh, uh, it, it was a rapid recovery. But in terms of the show, it was about as much time as they gave to Robbie being in juvie. So I felt like it was adequate time in the show. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like probably it should have taken, that should have been a year or two years of time, right? right. But, like it felt like a year or two years of time. Cause it was like six or seven episodes, I think. So, yeah, um, I, I would have liked it if Robbie just went into juvie and you don't see him for the season. Okay. Like, but like they show him like kind of suffering inside or whatever. And you don't really see him. And then at the end he like gets out and he just okay. looks like, you know what I mean? Okay. He's like, all right, I've been through something, but, you know, but I also feel like Miguel and Johnny are like the heart of the show. And so all the time that they gave to them this season was good. Do you know what I mean? Cause they were like, okay, yeah. these two characters have chemistry this is really what the show is about. Like the karate kid is really Miguel in my view. Do you know what I mean? Right. And Oh yeah, totally. And, so, and the whole and, rehab thing worked. I thought, yeah. you know, like totally cool. I'm, I'm glad that they did it. But again, just felt like a little yeah. rushed, but no problem. Yeah. But I feel like they could have made that a little deeper and more fulfilling had they cut out the, in my opinion, unnecessary Cree stuff and, you know, like some of that okay. stuff. Okay. Really I mean, you know, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and what did you think of the D Snyder thing? Did that work for you or was that too crazy? Like, how'd, how'd you feel about that? Well, I remember we were talking about it and I didn't even have like, uh, I don't know, like I'm not that into music really. Like okay. I just, I'm like, it, like I listen to it and I like it, especially for working out and stuff like that. But just to me, I was like, I was like, is D Snyder really the person to be like, it, like to me, it felt without knowing, but then you kind of clarified that maybe that really is a good fit. But just yeah. like when Johnny was like, this is the king of rock. I felt like that could have been anyone well, up there. Like whoever we could get, that's the king. I, I feel like, well, I mean, obviously there could have been more, like, uh, he had a decline, like a lot of people, right? 
But I feel mm-hmm. like um, he had enough credibility both because he was really important early on with that music, and especially at the time that Johnny was around. And, and especially because when they were doing the whole parental warning label thing and they had like, and like, the, you know, Tipper Gore was trying to have all those, they were having all these hearings and stuff on music and its impact on kids. And he was one of the big people that came out and defended, you know, heavy music uh, and, 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 and outrageous lyrics and, and, and free speech. And I think a lot of that, that kind of gave him stature among music fans i think so i i I, and also d snyder is a really big personality he's one of these people that like even if you don't like even people that don't like twisted sister and don't necessarily listen to his music they might still be a d snyder fan do you know what i mean like he's that kind of figure so i feel Mm. like for that reason he also worked like you know like i was thinking like who could they have they could have motley Crue maybe but then i'm thinking like well if you don't like motley Crue, you don't like vince neal do you know what i mean like it's just that's how it is but with 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 twisted sister it's not that way like d snyder is charismatic enough on his own that i thought and also he was the best person to have deliver that line that he delivered where he's like you know well, here we have a make a wish kid out there you know and then he's like have the ladies make his wish ha-. you know like that whole thing was right. believable with him saying it it probably would have come off more creepy if it was another figure from that time period so okay yeah, I mean, I had no overall problem. I thought I thought that was kind of like a cool inclusion for the, like the whole rehab part. Okay. Like I thought that the whole rehab thing I thought really worked. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I I I like the rehab stuff. Um, what what are what are you hoping to see next season? What's your what's your hope for next season that we're gonna get? I'll give it to you in one word. Okinawa. Okinawa. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, I just think they, well, I mean, I don't know now that they've already touched on it, that probably doesn't really work as well, but more like season one, I would like them to kind of return more to that. And I also think is it, to me, here's what would be awesome. Right. So like, I think it'd be cool if there was an emphasis on Locust Valley karate, which is like the school that in the first season, that's where that kid, that's like where Vidal comes from and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like, we never hear anything about this school, but obviously they're pretty prominent, right? Like yeah. Vidal was champion before they set up that backstory. It's like, what are they doing while these guys are giving yeah. karate a bad name, right? Like, yeah. what's their role? Okay, so that's cool an interesting if, angle. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. It'd be cool if they were kind of filling the vacuum. Like, you guys aren't doing real karate and we have some new whatever, right? We've used this time to strengthen and we have the new champion or whatever, right? Yeah. Or I would like something where it's like, you know, people from Okinawa, like maybe whatever, there's some visiting demo team or whatever. And they're like, you guys don't know real karate. And they're like, uh-huh. you know, doing more real karate i think that'd be awesome like they're kind of like the antagonist now where it's like you guys have kind of lost your way and here's whatever or some new sensei opens up a studio you know like i said i think that could be more of like a to me that's a little stronger if like maybe in a season from now if they have one where they do focus on okinawa where Mm -hmm. it's like hey you know we really need to kind of like for whatever reason there's some kind of trip we have some opportunity to go and i feel like the show's going in the direction of only having four or five seasons though that's my only thing is okay then that can be the last season yeah. okinawa season what would you settle for having chosen come to uh come to miyagi do in california or well you know what i really think the show needs an injection of credible martial arts figures i just think there should be somebody like a uh like i don't know if that guy's still alive the guy that played tommy lee from uh from what's that movie um uh what, what's that like really famous karate movie with uh eric uh, Robert Eric Roberts. Oh, um, 
the best of the best was that best it? of the best yeah like somebody like that that it's like okay i mean don't get me wrong that guy chosen looks like back in the day like his moves were pretty good like he was a credible figure mm-hmm. but i think it'd be nice to either have some person that's like old but has like a pedigree that you like can't deny like this okay. guy is like awesome or some just modern day person that like actually knows martial arts. I just want Would a you, little bit of like. What if they brought James Earl Jones in to be the <laughs> to be the head coach, like invest the best, right? He was he was the coach in that, right? The, yeah. yeah. Well, that would be cool. It would seem odd. I feel like this is <laughs> crossing the franchises. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'll allow it. You know, it seems a little weird, but all right. But but just yeah. someone like. Like, actually, the dude who played Terry Silva is, like, a legitimate, like, you yeah. know, and he had a bunch of movies where he was, like, beating people up. He would be a cool inclusion. I just want someone where it's, like, here's someone that's chosen, like, all these other people are chosen kind of because of their ties yeah. to the franchise or because of, like, their look and what they can present. Yeah. I would like it if there was, like, this person's chosen because of what they are. Like, they're okay. a martial arts figure and they're on because of that. Okay. I just think that would help the show. Okay. Well, I would like to see Terry Silva. That that silver. Mm-hmm. I, I always want to call him Silva. Um, I know, me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, part of that is just I think the that's how we pronounce silver around here too often. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, um, but uh, but I I I uh, I don't know. I I I really want to see Terry Silver, but I'm also a little worried that I might have a "be careful what you wish for" type feeling when he actually shows up because I know where this show can go. Do you know what I mean? So. Uh, like, like, cause the thing is, if you're going to bring in Terry Silver, that is the atom bomb of like, you know, over the top villainous antics, right? Like that's definitely, you're going to draw like, like my chief complaint about, um, Crease was that they kind of took it into cartoonish territory. And one of the delightful things about Terry Silver was that he was so cartoonishly evil, but the guy that plays him was so good at it that it just worked, right? Like it just was like, mm-hmm. like he's the best thing about Karate Kid 3. He's the only, like, right. like, if you take him out of that, that episode, you know, it really kind of starts to fall apart. You know, the, the, right. the um, uh, so, so I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, Mike Barnes is a good part of it too, but like, but, but Silver is just this towering villainous evil. He, he overshadows Crease in that, in that, in that, you know, installment of the film. Um, or mm-hmm. at the very least he's highly complimentary of of crease's evil uh but but i would like to see silver come in i i would like to see chosen return i think getting more stuff with chosen would be good um i feel like it also would help kind of have somebody to give i think chosen could serve as a character that could give both johnny and daniel guidance in terms of how they're going to be operating together in this because they because they you know at the end of the series they're they're, they've joined dojos so you know i'm assuming that they're gonna have to navigate that somehow so mm-hmm. um so that's i don't know that's that's what that you know i would like to see those things and and i'd also yeah, that's a, oh go ahead oh, i was gonna say yeah that's that's a decent way to go i could see it i mean i wasn't thinking about it like you where it's like well if it's going to end in like two seasons and obviously yeah. there's a different impetus there and you got to kind of do things differently but if you're extending it a little bit i prefer them to do a little more like Give you a little bit of setup and then pay it off, kind of. Well, because I feel like the series is either going to end at the end of the tournament next season, or it's going to end with whatever the aftermath of that is. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like depending on who loses, I guess. You know. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I would, I would like to see that. I also have to say, I, I feel like among the characters, like, because the kids, 
I'm I'm always more interested in like the Johnny and Danny storyline than the kids storylines. But now that we've had like three seasons for them to kind of like you know establish who they are, I'm a lot more interested in characters like Dimitri than I am in characters like Hawk. And and uh, I I feel like uh, I don't know I'd like I'd like to see I'd like to see a little less Hawk next season I think. And a little more of the Dimitri type characters. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like I think it, it'll be tough the way they, <laughs> the yeah, way they left off this I, season. But. Yeah, I might. I well, because Hawk to me embodies the whole. Whenever a Cobra Kai shows up, they get the grinding guitar sound, and like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a there's a thing they do for, and uh, I don't know. I feel like the, the Dimitri character is actually a little bit more believable, just in terms of like he's not like. He, he kind of questions some of the extremes that things go to. He's, you know, he's just more grounded and realistic. And so, uh, uh, you know, and, and also I, I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, the, I don't know the, the, I, I, I don't know the Hawk. I, I feel, so here's what I feel like Hawk does. Hawk carries the weight of all the Cobra Kai's from the first movie. That's kind of like, like, he's like, he's like one character that's meant to just embody like all of the qualities of the Cobra Kai's, right? Like, wouldn't you say that that's what he does? And oh yeah, you know. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I, th- I don't feel like they need that anymore. Um, you know, I feel like Tori does a good, good enough job. I feel like they have Cobra Kai's now that are. Do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be that, that level. Uh, mm. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Um, yeah, and I, I think too. One thing that'd be nice is kind of like when we mentioned in the movies. Remember how? I don't remember if we mentioned this in the podcast, but I know we've mentioned it before when you and I have talked, we didn't like about in the third one where they kind of like made mass, like they kind of took away a lot of Danny's power by like not having him be able to get the girl, like something about, you know, like, yeah, well they, they, yeah. So, so we had this whole idea of how they basically neutered Daniel in a lot of ways. They took, they, I, I mean, it's, it's crude, but you know, we, we were just talking about it in the regular real world terms that we talk about it. We basically said like they took Daniel's balls away in, 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 in the third movie, I think we said something to that effect. And, right, right. and, and it's, it's, it's not, it's not just that he didn't get, it's that he was so, I don't know. It just felt like, I mean, you don't have to have a love story in every, every action movie and all that stuff. And it's not essential for every woman to be a love interest. But the fact that they kind of had her start out as a love interest, and then she's like, no, I have a boyfriend, but let's just be friends. And he kind of got friend-zoned in the movie. and then on, But then on top of that, he was no longer the wise-ass that he was anymore. He just, he just didn't... It's like, in the first two movies, I respected Daniel despite, you know, his, like his, the, even though he wasn't as, as tough as Johnny or as deadly as chosen right like i still respected him because he had this like sharp wit and you felt like oh he could really undercut me with his with his tongue do you know what i mean like yeah that kind of a person so it's like you know you learn to respect him but in this one it's like oh he could just you could just push danny around all day long and he's not going to do anything that's kind of and also they they did a really bad job of demonstrating his karate in the in the third movie because there's the scene where he's kicking the heavy bag in that movie and it's just He's just doing an awful job. It's just like, like it's just he's just not how you kick a heavy bag. And he look his legs look weak. It doesn't look like he's been kicking the heavy bag long enough. Like it just, it just doesn't look good. And so, they just they just, I don't know. Maybe they needed to. Here's the other one of the big flaws with 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 the third movie. And I do actually like the third movie because it's so campy. 
but one of the big flaws with it is he's just come back from fight, winning a death match against Chosen. <laughs> And he's somehow intimidated by Mike Barnes. Like, that's the part. <laughs> that's what, like, I don't get, right? right? Like, right. like, dude, I just came back from Japan where I fought over a pit to the death, right? Like, right. It, I don't know. It, it's it, You would think that he wouldn't really fear losing a tournament match to Mike Barnes. You'd be sort of like, okay, <laughs> right, right. you beat me, fine, big deal. You know, like, right, right. like uh, so So there's that. Um, but, yeah, so, so anyways... Uh, you know, th- those are our thoughts on the fight. You know, I think we're going to title this this episode like Danny Can't Fight or something. We're going to do something very clickbaity because we want to we want to get some attention on this one. But uh, but I don't know. I, I haven't really heard people complain about this. Maybe they have it. I just haven't heard it because I'm not like watching every YouTube video on Cobra Kai. But like I've, I've watched a few reviews and seen a few commentaries and I don't really. The biggest thing I hear from people is that the show is a little bit unbelievable, which I think we would all agree with. It's not, you know, super realistic, but I think our criticisms were a little bit more specific in terms of what we were looking for. Um, so, so yeah, so, you know, maybe we'll be back on with another Cobra Kai episode. I don't know. Like maybe you and I will go back and rewatch Cobra Kai and, you know, have some other thoughts, but, uh, or until next season, you know, we'll see, but until then we'll talk to you later.